What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Bets. I'm your host, Zach Stonerock, and joining me again on today's show, I got Mr. Avery Cunningham. Avery, welcome back. Thanks for having me back, Zach. How are you this morning? Uh, doing really well. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, for the listeners and viewers, they're probably taking this in on Sunday um, just because of, you know, editing process and different things like that. But this Saturday is a beautiful Saturday. Um, got some running around to do. College football's back on today. Yes. So we're not going to deep dive too much into that just because those games will be played before this comes out. But um, it's a good feeling having having some, some true, like, meaningful football uh, back on TV. Uh, looking at the preseason, I mean, obviously preseason is very meaningful for those guys trying to make the roster and, and trying to, you know, change the uh, – um, trajectory of their of their family and, and different things like that. So it's meaningful for them. However, for us viewers, it's not quite um, must-see TV typically. So um, excited to have some some football on. Um, you know, we got a few Big Ten games on today, uh, a couple MAC uh, teams playing. So it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, how are you doing on this wonderful Saturday? Oh, I'm, I'm good, man. Um... It's a little cloudy out out here, um, you know. It's glad it's the glad it's the weekend, you know. You know, relax a little bit, you know, chill out, you know, for the weekend. Uh, probably get some stuff done around the house and all that stuff. But um, you know, it's uh, you know, good to be it's good to feel good to be Saturday. You know, not not to uh, clock in the work after after a pretty pretty long week, but uh, yeah. So no complaints over this way, uh, Zach. Awesome. Well. First of, first of all, I want to thank all the viewers. Um, got a lot of messages on YouTube. Thanks for the comments on YouTube. We got a lot of uh, Facebook messages and some Instagram messages. Um, a lot of people really enjoyed um, the, the previous conversation about, um, you know, the AFC West and uh, some of the running backs in the, uh, in the NFC East. Um, a lot of people were, were on board with what we were saying. Um, so, so that makes us feel good that, uh, you know, we, we have a pretty good, uh, temperature gauge on, on what other people are thinking. Um, looking forward to seeing how all those things play out. Uh, but on today's episode, um, we're going to focus more so on, on our teams. So I am for the listeners out there who, you know, are new to the show. I'm a Carolina Panthers fan, Avery Cincinnati Bengals fan. Uh, who what? Who did? I, that, I, I got nothing, man. They're uh what should I say? Keep pounding or something like that? Well, keep pounding, man. Show some respect to Sam. <laughs> Show hey. some respect to Sam Mills, all right? Hey, hey, oh, oh, so that's uh, so that's what that's for. Okay. So yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know I didn't know the background of that. So yes, rest, oh, rest in peace to Sam guy. Mills. Great, great player. This guy's reckless. Oh, I didn't know, I didn't know man. I man thought it's was, okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm not editing that out either, though. So that's that's. I mean, hey, that's fine. Hey, that right. was it. the hey. more you know, the more yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. So I apologize to the Mills family. I didn't know it was. It Hall was, of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Famer course. Sam Mills. Come on. Oh, absolutely. Very um, but so we're gonna focus on um, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so, so their win totals uh, and the Cam- Carolina Panthers and their win totals for the season. Um, but then we're also going to focus on some of the key players and some of their season uh, season stat bets. Um, so we'll be looking at Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase for the Bengals. And then we'll be looking at Baker Mayfield, Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore for the Panthers. Um, all that being said, let's go ahead and dive into it. You ready? 
I'm ready. Hey, um, speaking of college football, um, you know, uh, I, you know, last week, uh, I forget, you know, I uh, kind of lost track of all your picks last week. I know you said that USC was going to win the Pac-12. Um, one team that I'm interested in is Washington State this year. Um, they and the reason um, I'm interested in them, I think they have a potential. If he's not going to win Heisman, I think this guy's the guy's going to go. You know, going to start his his name is going to start creeping into you know in the draft like you know as a high draft pick his name's Cameron Ward he he was a transfer from um UIW you know what UIW is at UIW University of Indiana Wesleyan <laughs> no it's a uh, University of uh, Incarnate Word so he he was so he's a um, you know FCS player last year like okay. you, you look at his film you know quick release you know mobility accurate strong arm yeah all all the things that you look for so i'm really excited to see what he does you know on this you know on the fbs level at washington state so they might surprise some people this year i and um, i know i sent you a screenshot i sent he's like 1500 um either 1500 15,000 odds uh to win heisman this year so i'm so i ahead and uh place that bet okay Hey, if, if you're that confident and if it is plus 15,000, be a nice little payout. Even for a dollar, you'd be making, um, what would that be, 150 bucks? Yeah. So, so yeah. So it was 15,000. So it's because uh, I bet 10. So if he wins it, it's 15,000. So. Okay. No, I'm sorry. So, 1,500. 1,500. Yeah. 1,500. Yeah. So, hey, hey, all them zeros sometimes, man, it's hard to, it's hard to know where to move that decimal to. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, well, I'm looking forward to it. Who, who's their coach up there in Washington, uh, Washington State? Is it – it was one of the Mikes, right? Like Mike Gundy or Mike Leach or something, and one of them got in trouble? Well, well, they, well yeah, so, like, Mike Leach is now in, uh, you know, Mississippi State, I think. Okay. They, they just had – so the other head coach, he, he ended up getting fired because of COVID or, or you know, his oh, yeah. COVID. So I, I can't remember the name of their other head coach, but I know they incarnated the words head coach. Uh, you know, got the job, got the OC job at Washington State, in which Cameron Ward followed him to Washington State. So, looks like we got Jake Dicker as the head coach. Nice. And then was it Eric Morris who was his uh, yeah. offensive coordinator? Okay. Yep. I think that. I mean, that's interesting, man. I uh, on truthfully, they weren't even on my radar. So, um, huh? Okay. I'll keep an eye out for him. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll tell you on that. I don't want to. Uh, that's huge odds. So yeah, I don't want I don't yeah, want you yeah. to win and then me not win. I <laughs> that's the worst feeling in the world. But oh, for sure, for sure. But but yeah, obviously, you know, USC should be the favorite with all the you know they got about fifteen hundred transfers and also a new head coach as well. So and so they got a lot of a lot of firepower over there. But um, we'll see how how good that defense is going to be. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, obviously, our main focus on this show is the NFL, um, but there's something special about college football. Just, you know, I, probably one of my favorite things is when Maction really starts later in the season. Uh, we get, and we have games all throughout the week. Um, that's 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 prime football season. That's the best time of the year, period. No one can argue anything different. Um, that's why, and that's why Zach loves Khalil Pimpleton, everybody from Central Michigan. If you've been watching Hard Knocks, you know who he is. Uh, Khalil uh, won Zach some money this year or last year, so he did. Hey, hey, Pimp is my guy. That's yeah. uh, 
and I hope he makes it always pulling for, uh, for those guys that, um, aren't again, aren't supposed to be there. Right. Like, like they, they come from, um, you know, they, they come undrafted, they, uh, get picked up by these teams and, and when they're able to make that splash, that's, that's, that's something special. So I'm, I'm pulling for them. Um, yeah, as you should. I'm, I'm pulling for him too, but yeah. Uh, Cameron Ward, you heard it here first on Bourbon and Bits. So Cameron Ward, all right. Hey, I would love to be able to circle back around to this audio clip at the end of the season and, and just replay that and post that on uh, on YouTube as its own clip and just put it on a loop. Oh. Just an hour of you saying yeah. that a little second. Yes, sir. That would be sweet. All right. Don't, uh, don't, don't prove me wrong. Well, yeah, now, now he's got all that weight on his shoulders, so <laughs> – Hopefully he doesn't he doesn't crush uh, crumble under under the pressure. Right. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into this. We have we're gonna start with Cincinnati Bengals. So over um, I'm sorry. Last year they were AFC North champs and they finished ten and seven. This year um, they're over under for wins is nine and a half. What are your thoughts there? Um, definitely possible. Um. You know the division is going to be going like I uh, said on the last episode. The division is going to be going to be stronger this year. Um, I mean, especially when you know Deshaun Watson or, or if, if you know Deshaun Watson comes back to the form or the Deshaun Watson that we used to know. But the Ravens is going going to be better this year. I mean, they're not going to have going to be. I mean, it's very odd they get decimated by injuries like they like they were last year. That's that's that was last year was pretty extreme. Uh, so you know Lamar's Lamar's going to be back to secondary. You know running backs. You know I think uh, you know Gus Edwards is going to be out for the first four weeks. I think he's on a pup list. But you know uh, J.K. Dobbins I think is um, starting to make his way back. Uh, I'm not not 100 sure about that. But you know they're going to going to be whoever's whoever's back there. They're going to have one of the best rushing attacks in the NFL. So they're going to be they're going to be better this year. Uh, Steelers. You know we'll we'll see. I think our pieces. Some pieces that they'll be they'll be somewhat better. Uh, obviously, you know they got T.J. Watt, Casey Hayward. The defense is going, going to be fine. They're going they're going they're going to be you know they're going to be the Steeler defense. Um, see what see what uh, kind of a jump they make at quarterback. Um, whether that's Pickett or whether it's Trubisky, um, I, I'm not sure about Rand, uh, Rudolph. Um, I heard he's on the trade block. Yeah, I, I've heard that too. So I don't, so I'm not really sure what's going on with him, but I don't think. I don't think he's going to, you know, have a shot at the starting quarterback. Where you know, even though they say, you know, even though they say he is, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see. But I think, but I do think, um, you know, Bengals, you know, will win the division. Uh, if I had to, if I had to guess today, am I sure about that? Uh, not a hundred percent sure, just because the Ravens scare me. Um, so I think I think they can, you know, as far as like the nine and a half wins, I can see them going over ten wins. Gotcha. I mean, I, I agree with just about everything you say. Um, I have them going well over 10 wins. I And I guess when I say well over, right now I have them at 11. Um, few games that I just was unsure of, the the two games I was most unsure of is, is definitely the Ravens games because, as you said, I mean, it the Ravens were decimated by injuries last year, so it's really hard to gauge what that team's going to look like exactly this, this year. Um, Dobbins is coming back from, from an injury, and – you know, Dobbins great running back, but when you're bouncing back from an injury, no one really knows exactly how you're going to come back. Um, they lost Hollywood Brown, um, who was their primary receiver, uh, even though they're not a heavy passing team. Um, still got Mark Andrews. Um, 
They got my guy Devin Duvernay, who I'm hoping steps up this year and has has himself a nice little little season. But as far as their wins go, um, I have them beating the Steelers twice, just because I, I think I'm very indifferent about the Steelers. Um, I think with what Trubisky did in Buffalo last year, it kind of kind of gives everyone hope that he's going to come in and, and have a, a a really good year. Um, however, you know how he wrapped up his year in Chicago or his tenure in Chicago tells a, a different story. Now, is that Matt Nagy? Is that organizational issues? It's, you know, it's TBD, right? Like we're still waiting to see how he does in the Steelers organization, which in my opinion is one of the most well, well ran organizations in, in the NFL um, as much as I dislike their fans. Um, but so that's, I have two wins there. I have two wins against the Browns. Um, obviously we have Jacoby Brissett under center for now. Uh, Deshaun Watson's out for 11 games. Um, and then I had them beating the Panthers, which that, that one that one was tough for me to have to verbally admit on this show. Uh, but I also had them beating the Cowboys, the Jets, the Patriots, the Dolphins, um, the Saints, and the Falcons. So that puts us up there at 11. Let me make sure I did my math right there. That doesn't seem right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, that is 11. So um, I, I think there's a chance for 12 wins, possibly 13 if they can beat the Ravens twice. But I think nine and a half after what they did last season, 10 and seven with a Swiss cheese offensive line. Um, and they've made they've made huge improvements on that offensive line. So I, I think I think going over nine and a half is a pretty solid, pretty solid pick there. Yeah, I, I would agree. The um, Browns also scare me uh, just because, you know, they like these past couple of years, they, they struggled with beating the Browns uh, for whatever reason. Um, you know, they still got it. They still got, a, you know, good defense. You know, one of probably I'll probably say maybe the more underrated uh, secondaries in the NFL. Uh, I mean, it's, well, secondary just doesn't get a lot of credit. So they're de- and obviously they got Miles Garrett. You know, you can argue. You know, top 10, top 15 player in the league, uh, and, you know, one of the best edge rushers in the league. So that he's going – so, I mean, they're going to have – like, their their defense is going to carry him for for a little bit, you know, and Jacoby is serviceable, you right. know. So that so that scares me as well uh, as far as, like, the Browns, Browns and Bengals go. So I think, you know, the Browns will probably beat him once, um, if not, you know, if not twice. I think, but I think they'll probably be probably being at being them at home and you know being a close game and whatnot. So yeah, I, I, I so I most of the other picks I I mean I can see happen. I can also you know even though um you know the Ravens you know I, you know I've, you know I'm scared about the Ravens too you know just because you know how they're just decimated with injuries. But um you know last year they dominate like the Bengals dominated them twice you know so I mean maybe maybe that happens again. Um, maybe they're just a bad matchup for them. So but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, um, I think we're both in agreement. So with, with the over, right? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. So before we jump into the player props, let's jump over to the other side with Carolina. Um, Carolina last year finished five and twelve. Another team decimated by injuries, as far as um, Christian McCaffrey, best player, hands down on the team. Uh, only played in seven games. Um, Sam Darnold obviously started to struggle when, when Christian McCaffrey went out, but then he also got hurt for a few games. Um, so the team finished five and 12 this year, they're over under a six and a half. Um, at six and a half. I mean, do you think there's a shot? It's always a shot. 
Um, but it's just whether or not they can, you know, they can execute. I think they'll be they'll be better than I think people will give them credit for. Just I mean, their defense is the defense is a little better than than uh, than people give them credit for. You know, it's just uh, you know what what play, what player is you know Baker Mayfield going to be? You know, and I don't know, man. I think that you know they're going to. Uh, Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. Uh, I mean, I think they're going to, you know, if uh, Baker Mayfield has a bad game or has a stretch of bad games, you know, Sam Darnold might come in. Sam Darnold may play bad. I don't know. It may just be a little seesaw effect going on that, uh, in the quarterback room. But, you know, um, we'll, we'll see, man. Um, but as far as, like, the wins go, six and a half, uh, I'm not – I mean, I'm, I'm probably just going to go with the under just just to be safe. I mean, there's still, still, still a younger team. Um, so they still got a little, probably, probably about another year or so ago before they really start making noise. And also in, in the division that they're in, they got to go against uh, Tampa Bay twice and New Orleans twice. So those, I'm chalking those up as losses already. So. Yeah, I, um, it's tough because they, as you mentioned, like they're a very young, talented team that might still just be a couple years away. Um, and I'm not sure what, what, what improvement baker truly brings to the team um do i think he's a better quarterback than sam darnold absolutely um do i think he is so much better that he instantly adds five or six wins to us i i, I don't think so i think he's he's kind of a, a middleman until um you know matt corral you know i don't know if he's going to be our guy moving forward but obviously he's out for the season um I'm I'm truly not sure what's going on because obviously Matt rules on the on the uh, the hot hot seat right now. Um, if if this season starts out bad, I, I don't think he's going to make it the um, the whole season. So then at that point, you know we have all this young talent. Are we going to start trying to make some moves and, and move some of that talent and get more picks and do a complete rebuild with bringing in a new coach, or are we going to keep that young talent there and just try to bring in you know a, a better coach to rebuild things? Um, I don't know, but I think Baker is um, – I'm not sure if Baker's that, that long-term piece that's going to stick around through all of that. Um, unfortunately, I, I, I am going to have to take the under on this one. Um, I think we're going to finish 5-12 and 12 again, um, and that's – some of these games are, are coin flip games that I'm about to mention, but uh, I, think, I think we beat the Browns week one um, strictly based off of uh, emotion, right? Baker's coming in. Um, he, wants some, he has something to prove. Uh, but then also just because of the quarterback situation, I, I, I agree. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, very serviceable, good quarterback. Not sure if he's a quarterback that's going to win you a game, right? He's just, he's not going to lose it, but he's not going to win you a game. Um, and then I have us beating the Giants, the Saints. Um, the Saints is more of like a home and away. Uh, just depends on, you know, what's going on with Jameis Winston. And, and if he's not there, who I'm not even sure who their backup quarterback is. Andy Dalton. Oh, Andy Dalton. What are your thoughts on Andy Dalton? Stellar. <laughs> no, okay. no, I'm joking. Uh, he, you know, Andy can, you know, if he has to, you know, um, be the backup or if he has to start a game here and there, like he can win you some games. So I think, I think he's capable of doing that. He's, he's won before. He's had a pretty good career when he was a Bengal. So he, so he'll win you some games if, if it comes down to it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to, to be transparent, I, I was not sure, you know, where he landed and I had no idea he was down in new Orleans. Um, but then I also have us, you know, beating the Falcons twice just because I think the Falcons are still early in their rebuilding uh, phase. Um, 
you got Desmond Ritter and uh, Drake London, um, two very young, talented guys, but it's going to take a while. Um, Kyle Pitts. For, what's that? Kyle Pitts, too. Oh, Kyle, Kyle Pitts, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Calvin Ridley. Uh, I wonder if he's taking the over-under on the Falcons wins. Oh my! <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure he's I'm sure he's taking the over. I'm sure he is. <laughs> um, Pete Rose of football. Um, <laughs> to a way lesser extent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. There, there's absolutely there's zero reason that he should be out for the whole season. Um, yeah, I mean the the yeah, inconsistency we, with punishments in the NFL is is insane. But yeah, um, we can go. We that's a whole other. That's episode. a whole other show. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm going to take the under. I'm with you. Um, you know, I see five games. I could see that being four or six, but I don't see it being seven. So I, I'm I'm pretty uh, pretty safe or pretty confident with that under pick. Yeah, but they do they do play the um, you know in division they they do play the Saints uh, really tough though. So. They did beat him last year. That's when they had Christian McCaffrey. So, you know, if he's healthy, he, obviously the team is a better team. But it's just going to depend on, like like every team in NFL, it's just going to depend on how healthy you are at the end of the day. Yeah. Let's move on to, uh, to the leaders of these teams, um, Joey B and Baker Mayfield. So, looking at – we'll start with Joe Burrow. Um, last year, he finished with uh, 4,611 passing yards, uh, as well as 34 passing touchdowns. This year, they have his um, passing yard total at 4,375.5, and his touchdowns at 33.5. So touchdowns coming in uh, right about the, the, the same number as what he finished with last year, but they actually have him about um, – 230 yards less than what he had last year um, for passing. Uh, what do you think? Over, under on those numbers? I'm going over on both numbers. Um, yeah, they got they got better at offensive line, so there's, there'll be more opportunities, you know, to throw the ball for uh, for, for Joey B. You know, I think they started throwing, like, late, like throwing more later in the season. You know, they th- started throwing more. Like that, I mean, you've seen the results. Um, you know, T. Higgins, you know, came up big. Uh, Tyler Boyd had had a couple splash games. So, I mean, this is one of the best. Like, uh, they got you know one of the best uh, receiving trios in the league. So I went, I went like four thousand three hundred yards. Uh, I think that's that should be an easy over. Uh, Thirty three touchdowns. I, I'm also going to go with um, easy over as well. And you know, Hayden Hurst at tight end as well. He's he'll he'll he's going to sneak up on people. People. Will, I uh, will remember, you know, he was a first-round pick at one point. Um, been traded a couple times, landed with uh, Cincinnati. I think it's a really good landing spot for him. So he may have some a couple splash games. He may, uh, you know, on your fantasy team, you know, get you a couple get you a couple touchdowns here and there. Um, you know, as a as a streamer option because nobody's just going to just draft uh, Hayden Hurst. Um, so I think I think the uh, you know I'm going um, easy overs for for both for uh, Joey. I agree, and for all the reasons you just said, that offensive line got better. Um, he was under duress the majority of, of the times he dropped back to pass. Uh, I think you give him some time to really um, read the defense, get comfortable in the pocket. I think he's going to be able to um, torch some of these secondaries, to be honest with you. I, I see him having um, some huge games, um, possibly some four or five touchdown games, 
Um, so I, I agree. I think the over on all of these um, solid choices here. Um, I think, as you mentioned, you know, they started off the year not throwing nearly as much. So if, if now that, you know, Zach Taylor is aware of, you know, what this team's capable of, I think that's going to impact, you know, what their offensive game plan is. Um, and not only that, like Joe Mixon as a receiving back out of the backfield, he's not, you know, he's, he's a, he's a good option there. So I think that's going to help out with guards too. So, uh, I agree over on both of these, um, pretty solid choices. The, the odds on these were even though. So, um, yeah. over and under were, uh, minus one twelve both ways. Uh, so it sounds to me like, like the, the sports books think that these are, these are going to come in pretty close to, to what his totals are going to be, but I, I do see him finishing, closer to that 46, 4,700 mark for yards. Yeah, and, you know, when you got, you know, a Jamar Chase on your squad, you know, one of the best one of the best receivers, young receivers out here in the game, uh, like surprisingly, like deceptively quick, uh, one of the best uh, yak receivers right now. You know, T. Higgins, one of the best, one of the best jump ball guys, you know, you know, 50-50 ball guys in the league right now. You got, you know, Tyler Boyd is one of the better slot receivers. So I think, I think it's an easy over. I like it. Um, going down to Carolina with Baker. So last year, Baker played in 14 games, um, threw for 3,010 yards and 17 touchdowns. Um, keep in mind, though, he had OBJ there, and, you know, there was some chemistry issues there, to say the least, um, with OBS also, you know, recording parts of practice sessions and whatnot. Um, you know, Jarvis had his struggles. Um, a lot of factors going on down there. Um, this year, they have Baker's yards at um, 3,600.5 and his touchdowns at 21.5. Uh, for yards, the odds are even, minus 112 either way. However, for touchdowns, uh, they actually have the under favored at minus 118 and the over at minus 108. Um, what are your thoughts here? Uh I think I could see him going over um, for pass yards um, and touchdowns to be, you know, to be frank. Um, you know, he's got – I think this 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 uh, offense will be probably – will be better suited for him, I think, uh, just because, you know, with, with the Browns offense, it, 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 I don't think it was, like, a great fit. Uh, I don't think he was a great fit for Stefanski and what he was asking him to do. So, I, th I think he'll, uh, you'll maybe see uh, a healthy Baker – and uh, maybe a more, a more loose Baker or somebody that would, you know, go back to, you know, the guy that was, that was having fun. Um, you know, it doesn't have, doesn't really have the receive, like, I don't know. You probably, you probably have uh, probably about the same caliber receivers. Um, it just depends. Uh, you know, DJ Moore is, you know, really good. Um, Terrence Marshall, you know, is he going to, he's going, is he going to make a jump this year? Robbie Anderson, whatever. Um, you, you, you know, we'll see what kind of uh, Robbie Anderson wants to show up this year, whether it's 2020 or 2021. I don't know. Um, but I, I can see I can see him come, coming in, you know, and with Christian McCaffrey, if, if he's healthy, that's that's going to give you that's going to give you um, your passing yards a boost, too, because he's one of the best receiving receiving backs out the backfield if he's healthy. So with with all those, I can see him going over in um, all in all categories. Yeah, I, again, I, I agree. Um, I, I, I'm a little torn on the touchdowns, to be honest, just because 
I, I can see Christian McCaffrey if he is healthy. Unfortunately, Matt Rule's job's on the line, right? So we're going to see a lot of Christian McCaffrey just because of the caliber of player that Christian McCaffrey is. So I, I do think that that could take away some of those touchdown opportunities. Um, I'm, I'm still going to go over, but I'm not as confident in that pick. Um, right. However, with the yards, I, I, I think DJ Moore is more of a Jarvis Landry back when he was down in Miami, um, what he was doing down there. and um, What? What do you mean? What he solid year down there before he came up to the Browns? No, no I mean I I don't know. I think there are two different players though. Um, one's like like you know you I meant stat wise. I, okay, I guess, okay, yeah, okay. more so like like what he was gonna do stat wise. Okay, I got you. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. With you. So, but he's like another another really good yak guy. So I mean, he, yeah. he, once he once he catch the ball, he can make some things happen. You know, Jarvis. He, he's going to catch a lot of balls, uh, but this is, I mean, he's a tough guy. I mean, he's going to catch the tough passes in traffic. But, you know, with the yak yards, well, you know, it's, I mean, he's not as good as DJ Moore. So. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I just think I'm, I'm talking about like caliber of season that, that he could have. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I, I was just like, huh? I don't, I don't me. I should have articulated it. <laughs> um, but then, you know, as you said, Robbie Anderson, before he came to Carolina, I mean, he, yeah. he put up huge numbers there in, in New York that, that last season with those uh, deep touchdowns. We haven't quite seen seen that Robbie Anderson yet. Uh, I was I was very excited to have him um, come in, but I think also just the fact that we haven't really had a good deep ball thrower. I mean, if you look at we had Cam, Teddy, uh, Sam. I mean, not not great deep ball guys, and that's Robbie's game to be honest. I mean, he was a, he was always a speed guy that was going to beat you beat you deep. Um, but then we also got Higgins. I mean, obviously, I know you talk about uh, uh, Terrence Marshall, uh, but we have Higgins there now, too. And, you know, Baker has chemistry with him. They played together in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, but the X factor is Christian McCaffrey. As far as those yards go, um, whether Baker throws it 50 yards downfield or field or does a dump off to Christian McCaffrey and he takes it 50 yards, those are Baker's yards, right? So I, I think that that's the X factor here. And um I think that is actually an easy over on these yards here. I, I, I see Baker coming closer to 4,000 yards based off Christian McCaffrey alone. I think that's going to add um, a significant amount to, to his stats because if you look 14 games last year, 3,000, um, you throw Christian McCaffrey in that, in the mix there and you're already, you know, I think that number in 14 games would have been closer to this 3,600. So um, just my take on it. I, I think the over is a, is a very, very safe pick there. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, has uh, Baker ever been over 4,000 uh, in his career? I don't know. I think he came close. Let me look. Maybe he came close that his playoff year. He yeah. Was... I think he did go. I think he went over. Let me – Baker said – no, no. So, 2019 was his closest year. He was um, 3,827. Gotcha. Yeah, nice. I could, yeah, I could see that happening, like, you know, like 38, 3,900 yards. Um, but like I said, this is a, this is going to be a different, different offense for him. So he's not, I mean, he's going to get the ball to Christian McCaffrey, whether that's on the run or whether that's through the air, but it's, it's going to be a different offense for him. So he may see, see his uh, numbers jump up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I guess the other factor is like, what, how is he going to respond to this offense? As you said, I mean, he's, it's, it's, a, it's a new start for him. So this is his opportunity to really show out and show that he's, He's a starter in the NFL. Um, that's to be determined, right? Like he's been a starter, but like I, I think we're getting to that point where 
he's either got to show up and perform or he's going to become a backup, you know, and he's going to, he may become that, that, that journeyman around the league. Like, um, like oh, a Sam, Bradford. Sam Bradford. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were going to say Carson Wentz. Well, <laughs> somehow Carson Wentz keeps getting starting quarterback jobs. So as he, as he should. All right. So keeping, uh, keeping the, the conversation down in Carolina, then we'll bounce back to Cincinnati. I know it's a, a lot of back and forth here, but let's, since we've been talking about Christian McCaffrey, let's look at um, what they expect for him this year as far as rushing yards go and rushing touchdowns. So last year played in seven games. We all know he was battling injuries all season. Even when he came back, he came back and was back out. Um, seven games, he had 442 rush yards and, and, and one touchdown. Um, surprisingly, Sam Darnold was um, stealing all the rushing touchdowns at the time. Uh he actually, Sam Darnold had another one last night before he uh, got carted off with uh, with an ankle injury. So uh, hopefully that works out for Sam. But coming back to Christian McCaffrey, this year his over-under is 875.5 uh, for yards. And for touchdowns, it's seven and a half. Um, what are your takes here? Um, do you think they played – the injury risk played a part in, in these numbers? In his numbers last year, or all oh, this, no, this, this, this year, like they think he has potential to get injured again. Yeah, you think you think so? Because I mean, eight seventy five <laughs> is pretty low. That's like what, like fifty, like you know, maybe fifty, sixty yards a game. You know? Yeah, that's um, it it has to right. Like I, I would think that when they're making these these numbers, um, that they that they would have to kind of factor that in because when I saw these numbers, I was like, anything under a thousand for him is low. Right. In my opinion. Um, and you're right. I mean, if this was a, you know, actually, yeah, 17 game season, this does equate to 50, just over 50 yards a game. Uh, yeah. I think it's like 52 yards a game. And I, I think he's more than capable of, of, I mean, he may, he may get 50 yards on, on a single run yeah. on some games. So but uh, I think, I think you think also that the offensive line, he may, may play a part in there to, in that too. Um, you know, the offensive line is going to be, He's going to be a little bit of a struggle this year. Do you think they may have played a part in that? I, I mean, I think it's possible. Um, but even looking at it, so I, I think our offensive line this year got a little bit better. Um, you know, we didn't make huge improvements. But if you look seven games last year, and I'm pretty sure one of those games he went out fairly early in the game, he was averaging over 60 yards a game at that time. So, like, even with the bad offensive line, I, 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 I feel like these numbers are – Almost disrespectfully low. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I and I wonder what his receiving totals is as well, because maybe that uh, may also play a part. I mean, I'm just asking. I'm sorry, I'm asking all these questions, but no. it's just like that numbers. Those numbers feel feel really low for a talent like Christian McCaffrey. I um, think that they have his total yards from scrimmage around 1,600. So, okay. so, so, so they're saying about 800 yards rushing and passing. I mean, yeah. rushing and receiving this year. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll say I'll say over just because, like, as far as uh, rushing yards go, uh, just because the talent he is, like fifty, like fifty yards. You said eight hundred, eight seventy five, right? Uh, eight seventy five point five. Yeah, it's like fifty yards a game, like just over fifty yards a game. Um, I can see, I can see him getting getting that at 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 minimum. You know, like that's probably that's probably his floor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I, I can see, I, you know, with a talent like Christian McCaffrey, he's going to – a healthy Christian McCaffrey, he's going to have games where, you know, he's going to rush for 90 yards, 
100 yards. You know, he may have games that rush for, you know, 50. So I think that's his floor. Obviously, his ceiling is astronomical. You know, we, we talk about, you know, the talent that uh, Chris McCaffrey has and, uh, you know, his, expl- um, his explosion. Um, so, yeah, that, I think 875 and a half is low, though. So I think, so I think, you know, injury and, you know, his office line and just his, you know, his re- receiving prowess may have played a part in that number. But I'm going to go with, I'm still going to go with the over here. Yeah. I agree. I mean, as I said, I mean, these numbers seem disrespectful to me uh, for a for a talent like Christian McCaffrey. And I understand that they're factoring in some some receiving in there. But still, I agree. I mean, his floor is uh, probably 50 yards. You know, and again, I'm actually going to go on record saying I don't think he'll have a game where he has under 65 yards rushing. Um, And. That's right. Hey, you don't have to agree. I'm just saying. You know he does play the Saints. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, that's fine. And the Bucks, you know, it's fine. Those, those really I'm good. You, hey, all, all it takes for him is to break out one time, and he'll pick up a forty-yard chunk. I mean, he can yeah. he can grind away another twenty-five yards, um, and then seven point five rushing touchdowns. He's going to have that met by week week four. Week four, he'll have eight touchdowns. Oh, week spicy. four. Write it down. I'm writing it down. Week four, over. That's two touchdowns. He's going to score two rushing t- two rushing touchdowns like the first four weeks. Yes. Woo! There's a, the Browns. The, hot take. Hot take Uh-oh. here. Let's go. Browns, he's going to have three, three rushing touchdowns. <laughs> Possibly four total touchdowns. Against the Browns. Woo! Against the Browns. And that's Miles that's Mar- that's Garrett. That's Jadavian Clowney. That's that that whole defense. Whew. That's 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 heavy. That's heavy. Calling it, man. Um, that's a hot take for sure. You heard it here first. Bourbon and bets. <laughs> I haven't I haven't even started drinking bourbon yet today. So <laughs> that's a clear state of mind. Um, yeah. So hey, that's we'll see how that goes. I don't think that's going to happen, but hey, that's what that's a hot take. So that's what that's what that's what it is. I wonder what those odds are. Let me. I'm gonna see if that's up yet. Eight touchdowns in four weeks. Rushing touchdowns. Eight I, rushing touchdowns. Four weeks. And, you know, and it's not it's not out of this world. You know, like because it's you know it's CMC, but I think that maybe you have some receiving touchdowns as well. Like eight total touchdowns, maybe, but eight rushing. That's that's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty heavy. Do you think that? Sam Donald not not taking any way of his touchdowns has something to do with that as well. What do you mean? You Sam know, Martin. last year, you know, Sam oh, had yeah. like five rushing touchdowns like the first three weeks or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously with his health and you know, Sam Darnold and or Baker Mayfield not being the athlete that Sam Darnold is. So you think saying that Christian is gonna have eight touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. Eight rushing touchdowns. By week four, by the end of week four, and is it just? I think that's Carolina Panthers uh, fandom going to your head too. But hey, you know, I, I I think there's I think there's the factor of also he 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 has to prove to people that he can still do it right. Like everyone's talking about how he's so injury prone, he's made of glass, and um, no one can take a chance on him and has all that talent, but can't stay on the field. I think this is, you know, his season also where he's going to bounce back and start, start silencing some people. And I think that's, he has a chip on his shoulder. Now 
I know there's been talks about him talking to Marshall Falk and, um, you know, how to protect his body and stay healthier and, you know, not deliver as many hits and maybe, you know, step out of bounds more often. But I, I just think ultimately that if, if we get the ball inside the five, he's going to, I mean, he's going to be the go-to, right? Because he's, yeah. he's going to get you five yards. Um, now, I guess, I guess the, the other side of it could be that, you know, it could be a passing touchdown. So, or receiving touchdown. So, I'm, I'm sticking by it though. I, I almost <laughs> just talked myself out of it with the receiving thing, but uh, standing by it. So by week four, Christian McCaffrey will be over. Um, headed back up to Cincinnati from Carolina though. Um, let's talk about Mixon. So Joe Mixon last year, uh, 1,205 yards rushing, 13 to, uh, rushing touchdowns. Um, this year they have his rushing total at 1,075 and a half and his rushing touchdowns at nine and a half. Um, and the over of the rushing touchdowns is actually favored at uh, minus 126, and the unders 102. Um, yards were, were even at minus 112. So what are your takes on, on your, your guy that's leading the backfield? Um, I'm going to go over on yards. I think he'll just, just slightly get over on yards, and I'm going under – for touchdowns. So I think you'll get eight touchdowns, um, probably about maybe about 1,100 yards. Like this is better, better offensive line um, that that um, the Bengals have this year. Uh, so uh, especially with Allow Collins, um, he's going to he's definitely going to open up some holes uh, for uh, for uh, for Joe Mixon. Um, you know, last, so as far as last year goes, he had a really good year as far as like touchdowns. So I, was, I think we'll see a little bit of uh, regression. So he probably dropped down to the mean a little bit. So I think we'll um, have um, eight touchdowns, and also just go um, going back uh, to what we're talking about with uh, with Joe Burrow. I think they'll pass pass a little bit more this year um, with all the receiving weapons that they have, and um, you know, trusting uh, Joey B and um, him being healthy um, with him, uh, you know, with the better offensive line. So I think I, I think uh, they'll pass a little bit more this year. So um, Joe, Joe, I think we'll have a longer. Uh, you know, more than uh, 1,075, but I think he'll regress into me a little bit with uh, eight rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I I have him at 1,100 yards, so I have him going over. I think I think that's a good number. Um, 1075 is it's it's really close there, um, and I agree. I think he is going to take a step back with touchdowns, but I see him probably finishing. It was tough for me because I see nine nine or ten, right? So like this nine and a half puts me right there. I'm just going to lean towards the over just because I, I'd love to see him go over, um, you know, for, for him and, and his stats. But there is that factor of, of the passing game. Um, one of the best receiving groups in, in the NFL, better offensive line. Um, I, I, I think the Bengals are going to be a very exciting offense to watch this year just because of what their passing attack is going to be able to do. So that that does, you know, make me a little more uncertain about about my picks there but I am gonna I'm gonna stick with the over on each let's go speaking of that passing attack last year Jamar Chase rookie Jamar Jamar Chase came in and had 1455 receiving yards and 13 touchdowns this year they have him at um, 1225.5 receiving yards um, that's even odds at minus 112 for the over or the under. Um, and then touchdowns, they have them at 10 and a half. 
Um, they are favoring the under on yards, actually. They have – I'm sorry, on, on touchdowns. Um, they're favoring under 10.5 at minus 118, um, whereas the over is minus 105. Um, what are you taking for this? I'm going to go over on yards um, and probably – I'm going to uh, take the under on touchdowns again. And I know it's going to sound weird. Um, I just think that, you know, as the season goes on, they're going to, like, they're going to stop. I think they're going to, like, defense are going to try to stop T. Higgins and um, and uh, Jamar Chase a little bit more, so which opens opens things up a little bit for, uh, Tyler, for Tyler Boyd. So that's the only reason why I think, um, you know, touchdowns will probably be uh, – we uh, regress a little bit this year. But I do see him going over on yards just because, you know, you know um, he's just a, a yak monster guy that, uh, you know, take a slant to the house, take a slant 50, 60 yards. Um, so I just – so I, I think um, yards – I mean, cause I think 1,200, uh, I think that's uh, pretty low. After he got 1,400 last year in, you know, in the last game, he didn't even play. He's got that one catcher to go over. Um, you know, get the rookie record, then he stopped playing. So he basically got 1,400 yards in uh, 16 games. So, or yeah, 16 games because, uh, you know, this year they had the extra game. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with over on yards. Just uh, I think he'll regress a little bit. Uh, I think the uh, joy is spread the wealth a little bit when it comes to uh, passing touchdowns. I agree. I, I, I think I, I'm actually going to go, I hate to do it, but I think I'm going to go under in both just because I think everything's going to be spread out so much. Um, I think it's that, you know, we might see 3,000-yard receivers down there um, with Boyd, Higgins, and, and Chase. Um, and then, as you mentioned, like Hayden Hurst is there, and, and he – I do think people forget that he was, you know, a, a first-round pick at, at one point when he was, you know, with Baltimore. Um, I think he's going to be a nice dump-off option, and then – um, it'd be interesting to see how much they incorporate Joe Mixon into the passing game as well. Um, I just, I, I mean, 1,200 yards is, I mean, I, I don't think it's un, un, unattainable for, for Jamar Chase. I just, I think it's going to be more difficult um, with the uh, with the options that, that are there. So I think this is my first, yeah, this is my first under pick of the day. So I'm going to go under on both of these. And as far as Jamar Chase go, Jamar Chase is last year was the biggest fantasy football finesse of all time. It's just oh, like, 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 I think in our league, well, he got picked in the 10th round or something like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, and that's why you can't get caught up in the media. And you're just talking about all these drop, all these drop balls. You got, you know, you got to go in and like, look, really see what's going on. Um, so I, I was, I was a fool of that myself. I was like, oh man, this dude didn't even play last year. I wanted to pin a Sewell. Obviously, that that made me look like a fool. Like, like, so I'm I'm so well, I mean, happy. Sewell is a pretty solid, solid offensive lineman. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yes. I mean, I I mean, I want to pin a Sewell, but Jamar Chase is a generational talent. So, yeah, glad we got him. Um, don't fall, don't fall into the media. Like, can't can't always listen to what the media say. You got to really look, we'll see what's going on. You know, I, I got caught up in those clips. Like, oh man, this dude dropped three passes. Uh, you can't do, can't see, the, can't can't the see the lines on the ball. Can't see the lines. Of, well, yeah, the lines on the ball is not like it was on college. Uh, so, so yeah, you get, yeah, you got to really see what's going on out there. Um, you know, take take the media with the grain of salt. Like the guy, guy was a baller. So, so yeah, he he had to be one of the biggest fantasy football finesses ever last year. Because if you had like if you had him, like you know. Or even Cooper Cup, also, you know, he, he was getting taken like 
fifth, sixth, seventh round, some drafts. Um, you know, if you had you had both of them on your team, like probably won your league last year. Oh, without question. Um, or if you didn't, then you just bombed the rest of the draft. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dra- drafted Tebow at tight end or something. Um, <laughs> I hope I did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was cut like first, like after the first or second preseason game, anyway. So <laughs> yeah, hey, some people do their drafts before even like the first preseason game. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, you know us, be- us best ball guys. You know, doing the drafts before uh, you know the preseason ends. What's wrong hey, with who us? Who cares? I've done eight drafts before any of the games. <laughs> All right, man. Let's uh, re- let's wrap this up back down in Carolina with uh, with DJ Moore. Um, last year he finished. And keep in mind that last year a lot of quarterback questions. Right? I mean, to start the season. Sam Darnold was running the ball in for all of his touchdowns, and then he gets hurt. P.J. Walker comes in, has his struggles, um, does, does okay considering the situation, right? But last year, D.J. Moore finished with 1,157 yards and four receiving touchdowns. This year they have him at 1,100.5 with even odds at minus 112 and um, receiving touchdowns at uh, five and a half. Um, even odds on the over-under at minus 112 there as well. What are your thoughts here? Question. Do you think that DJ that uh that the quarterback is the best quarterback that DJ Moore had in his career? Yes, because if you think about it, I mean, when he came in, he had Cam at at, at the end of Cam's run there in Carolina and when Cam struggled tremendously. Um guy he can't hate Cam Cam Newton can't throw a slant pass, man. Oh. Then, hey, he throws a slant pass at 900 miles an hour. <laughs> I mean, he does that thing where, like, he lifts his shoulder up and then, like, comes around and, like, why do you need that much power, man? Um, and it wasn't accurate. It was in the dirt 90% of the time. Uh, and then Cam's deep ball just became trash. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that was rough. And then Teddy Bridgewater um, – feel like he never really got a a fair shot there i feel like teddy bridgewater ever since his injury has kind of gotten the um uh to rod taylor treatment kind of comes in and then just can't get any love but uh oh lord uh and then you know obviously sam darnold had his problems um also got hurt but uh you know then christian mccaffrey also wasn't there i feel like this is the best not necessarily just even the best quarterback he's had. I think this is the best situation that that DJ Moore has been in. Healthy receiving core, Christian McCaffrey's back, Baker Mayfield, much more serviceable quarterback than what Sam Darnold is. I I, I think this is the the best situation DJ Moore has been in. Interesting. All right. With with that said, I I can see him going over. He went over. I mean, he had eleven hundred yards last year. Um, so I, I mean. He's in, I think he's still, I mean, he's still in his prime, still going to uh, get better. Uh, so I got him going over in both uh, his uh, yards and uh, touchdowns. I know he had low touchdowns. He's, he hasn't really scored a whole bunch of touchdowns in his career, but I guess I can see that uh, uh, progressing a little, um, a little bit. So I think he'll have, um, I think we'll have uh, more touchdowns than uh, we said five, five and a half, right? Five and a half. I, I'll, I can at least see six touchdowns. Um, so and then um, 1,100 yards, 1,200 yards should be uh, well attainable for for a talent like DJ Moore. 
I agree. I think the yards are um, pro- probably close. I, I think that he's going to be somewhere around 1,100 to 1,200 yards um, pending Baker's play. Uh, but I, I actually feel like the touchdowns are, are disrespectful given the, the situation or given the situation. Um, I see DJ Moore finishing the year with like eight or nine touchdowns. So I think this is an easy over um, as far as touchdowns go. Yeah, I can I can see that happen. Like you know, guy that you know, kind of has kind of has a, a really good skill set as far as like you, you can catch and catch pass in traffic. You can you know you can separate. You can catch a screen pass and you can take it for, take it the distance. So he, I mean, he's uh, more than uh, one of the more underrated guys in the league. Um, if, he, if he played on another team, probably get more credit. But uh, I think it's contract year for him too. So um, that's something we got to think about as well uh, as far as like motivation goes. So, um, so I think I think I have a really good year. Also, I mean, the other factor is, I mean, going back to the win totals, I have them going um, five and twelve. So they're going to be playing from behind quite a bit, more than likely. So lots of opportunities for a lot of a lot of catches, a lot of yards, um, and then some potential garbage time touchdowns too. Because you know, if they're down by, you know, twenty going into the last five minutes of the fourth, like we're going to be thrown throwing the ball and, you know, he might be able to get some of those, some of those late game touchdowns, not, not to take away from his talent and, and his ability. I think just based off ability alone, without that, he could, he could get eight or nine touchdowns, but I think that's also in his benefit as much as it isn't great for Carolina, but what else you got, man? Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? So are you drafting uh, T Higgins or DJ Moore first in your, um, in your, fantasy drafts dj Moore, dj Moore, just because he's just the number one guy yeah volume volume alone just because the ball doesn't have to be spread out as much i can see that happening what about you i don't know it's tough um i think that uh tegan is in a better situation um so i guess i mean obviously he's i think like i said he's one of the better um i think it, i wouldn't be surprised if he had more touchdowns than uh, dj Moore. so it just it just depends on um, also can also depend on the league you're in of his PPR uh, half PPR so that may make a difference. Um, T, DJ Moore may have more catches, um, but T Higgins may have more touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's I, I agree. I think just the the whole offensive situation with Joe Burrow versus Baker Mayfield, like T Higgins does have a better quarterback throwing to him. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield is undefeated against Joe Burrow. That's something you got to think about. That's something yeah. you have to think about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, Avery, that's going to wrap things up for today. Um, as always, I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, for the listeners out there, if you have not done so yet, please go check out the YouTube. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, we greatly appreciate that. But if you could go over to the YouTube um, channel and like the video, subscribe, uh, leave a comment. Um, comments are probably one of the most helpful things for us just because it, it shows engagement with the video. Um, and, you know, with YouTube's al- algorithms, that helps us move up the charts. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, as the season starts to kick off, we will start having um, a lot more of our pics posted on there. We're also on Facebook um, for anyone over the age of, you know, 45. We understand that's your, uh, your go-to social media platform. Um, I'm also on Facebook. I'm 32, but I live the life of like a 60 year old, um, 60 year old and a 60 year old body. 
That's right. Look at his hairline, man. Um, but um, yeah, so go ahead and do that. We we appreciate all of that. We appreciate all the engagement. Um, again, I mentioned it at the beginning beginning of the show. I did you know appreciate all the messages that that I got um, saying that you know a lot of you agree with you know what we had said. Uh, uh, a fan favorite pick was my pick of the Chargers uh, winning the Super Bowl. So there's a there's a big um, big following for that one. Um, but again, um, you know, I could talk for hours, but sum it all up. We, we just greatly appreciate you, especially with, um, our goals with what we want to do with this and grow it and, you know, become, uh, definitely the number one gambling podcast in Columbus, number one in Ohio, and then number one in, in the United States. Uh, that's the ultimate goal as, as we continue to grow this. So you all are, you know, what, what makes that happen. So we appreciate you. Uh, but that's going to wrap things up. Um, we will, you know, we're not far away from the start of the regular season, so we will be coming back on and making some some picks here soon. We got um, not next weekend, but the weekend after is when everything kicks off. So um, on this next episode, we'll be talking probably some some college football picks. So that's what I got. Avery, thanks again. Um, and we will talk to everybody on the next episode.